I'm having such a good time on this date. Thanks for asking me out. Of course. I've been wanting to meet you. <laughs> so I have one question. Yeah. What's your sign? Um, I'm a Pisces. Oh. Is, uh, is that um, a problem? Or? No, no, no. You know, actually, uh, one uh, second. Um, I think my Uber is here. What? No. I, no I'm stay. so sorry. Wait, you got the bill, right? Uh, uh, Just Venmo me. See you later. Okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Obsessed. Woo! That right there is Ariana. And that's Jeff. And we have a very fun episode planned for you guys today, and we have a very special guest. Woo! <laughs> her name is Jenna. We just met her outside of the apartment. We <laughs> let her in. She looked cold. Yup. Um, and now she's in Jeff's sweats. <laughs> no, we're kidding. Oh, really mine. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're friends that I stole. <laughs> we're kidding, we're kidding. We've known this girl for at least 10 years. Well, no, I'm kidding. Almost. That's a complete lie. No, it's almost, almost 10 years, years yeah. at least. <laughs> No, we've known Jenna for almost 10 years. We went to school with her. She's one of our really good friends. She is awesome, and she's our resident astrologer. Yeah, so this episode's um, going to revolve around astrology. We're going to dive into how it originated, talk about some signs, talk about ourselves, <laughs> mostly me. Um, I'm kidding. It's not, it's not the Ari show, Ari. <laughs> I'm a Sag rising Leo, so actually it is. <laughs> what that means but we'll find out this episode <laughs> and then get into um jenna and how she you know navigates astrology and how it helps her navigate her life so we hope you enjoy and sorry i lost my voice <laughs> again <laughs> yeah so this episode is going to be all about astrology and our obsession with that yeah uh, so jenna do you want to introduce yourself Yes, so my name is Jenna, as I was just introduced. <laughs> um, Long-time listener, first-time guest. <laughs> yes! Um, um, so how how long have you been into astrology? I've actually been into it for a long time. I When I was younger, after school, I used to read in the paper the, like, the daily little horoscopes. Oh, yeah. And I know those are super generic because they're meant to apply to everyone, but I always thought they were just very interesting, so I'd always read my sign and what it had going on and then I would read like my friends to see like what it said for them and I think you know those are really written very vaguely so people could be like oh yeah that's that's what my, is going on in my life so you can kind of ascribe meaning to it right. so I thought that was always very interesting to me um just, were you ever um skeptical when it came to any of any of the readings um Sometimes, because I like this doesn't pertain to me at all, or I was like, oh, I don't really relate to this specific thing that they're going to say. Because sometimes they'll be like, like tonight's plans, you're going out. I'm like, no, I'm staying home. That's not <laughs> like I'm <laughs> literally gorging myself right now. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Um, no, because I when I'd be skeptical, it's like when I had like things going on in my life that I was like, oh, this does relate to it. But I also was like, I don't want to, you know be like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. Like, okay, because my horoscope said this, I am going like to make this decision with this in the back of my head. Um, I tend to like to read these like readings at the end of the day to be like, does it kind of match up with how my day went? Rather than starting your day right, off Right, being with like, that, oh yeah. my God, like, I like, this is what, you know, co-star said was going to happen today. So like, I guess this is what it is. It's like a self-fulfilling thing. It's like, no, I like to have my day and then be like, oh, does this kind of line up with what? I, I like that. Because it, yeah. it, it's kind of a good way to like reflect on everything that you've been through that day. Exactly. Right. And I think that's where like most of the skepticism around astrology comes from. It is these daily horoscopes right. right and it's um just kind of defining yourself as one zodiac sign and then thinking that you know eight out of the ten attributes don't pertain to you so then all of astrology is complete bullshit right. exactly and it's also kind of like when you read a horoscope that you don't necessarily agree with at the time you're like oh this is stupid it's bs but then when it does kind of apply to your life you're like wow this is this is speaking directly to me completely right yes. <laughs> it's so oh. true it's like i don't like what this saying so i'm not going to say this it's like that dw meme where it's like if someone send me a sign and it says like do not like enter it's like well that's a dumb sign i can't read anyway and then you can proceed to do it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly but me like i love reading the bad ones too yeah. like about me i'm like that that is 1000 percent accurate i wish i could just like send people these yeah. and just be like fyi this, this is what is i'm me. going through just so you know yeah. this is what's gonna happen at some point <laughs> <laughs> <You've been warned. laughs> exactly 
Um, but so I was actually I was I went to Italy um, earlier in November, and I was surprised to see that there were a lot of zodiac and astrology symbolism in the, the Catholic cathedrals. So I wanted to do a little bit of research because um, I know that Catholicism and Christianity like they oppose all astrological studies or whatever. Right. It's kind of against their religion. So I found that astrology started with like the pagan religion, which was um, more of like a polytheistic based religion and so like they view the stars and like the universe they looked they turned to that for meaning and then once like christianity and all that started they turned more to god so i thought that was really interesting that it kind of started with that and it was mainly because people had more time to just like study the stars and to they they were desperate for meaning and to find some kind of correlation between like astrological and, and events and how that pertains to your your personality right. and how it can, it can uh, influence you. Yeah, and just like how we could be connected to something so much larger than us. Right, yeah. You know? and, it, and it kind of makes you feel more connected with the, the universe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Definitely. I have a coworker that literally says that she follows the moon because, and like makes her goals based on the phase of the moon because she's like, if the moon can control the tides, like how can I not believe like the stars and the universe can have like other effects on my life and I think that's just like a really beautiful way of looking at things yeah because we really are all more connected to this grand universe and I think than we realize at times because it can be kind of daunting to think about that yeah because Um, of how massive it is but it's but like once you kind of take a step away from the computer and your phone and just like observe you can actually learn so much just from observing right Jeff, I think it's really interesting that you mentioned you saw a lot of astrological references when you were in Italy because, as you were saying, that does go against Christianity and, and um, Catholicism. Yeah, well, because... Um, from um, a practice standpoint. Yes. So. Well, because, like, that astrology was at its peak. I mean, like, be- between the 3rd century BC and, like, 1st century AD. So, right when, like, Christianity kind of, like, um, was conceived, that's when astrology sort of declined. But a lot of these monuments and, like, cathedrals in Italy and, and you know, a lot of other um, territories <laughs> like that, um, they, they still had remnants of the old, like, pagan belief of, like, astrology. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense when you think of, like, how during the Roman Empire, you know, they had all these god and goddesses that they believed in, and you see some of those, like, you know, our our planets are named after these, um, you know, gods and goddesses, like Venus, and in astrology, like, Venus is the goddess of love, and you can, um, or it's, like, the planet most associated with love, and so you can have, like, a certain house in a planet, um, so, for example, my Aries is in Venus, so, like, how I love is like reflective of like an Aries person. So it's like very like hot, fiery, passionate kind of Ooh, thing. Jenna. <laughs> Ooh. Ask me about my Venus house. Yeah. <laughs> um but like the Mesopotamians, just throwing this out there. <laughs> they, so over the course of centuries they studied the sky and they were looking for any kind of correlation because they had so much time on their hands. Any kind of correlation between Um, any kind of like astrological phenomenon and personality traits like the time of year people are born um, illnesses all that stuff and then so over the years they did find correlations between that and that's kind of how this was conceived this whole notion of how like the universe can control your personality yeah I wonder if they knew that all of their hard work would just turn into memes (laughs) um I mean I think they predicted that (laughs) (laughs) they had to know right I know yeah that was the end goal well it's amazing how much like millennials are obsessed with astrology yeah it's true I feel like when we were growing up you know it was still like skeptical and everyone took it you know with a grain of salt and the last few years I'd say millennials have just truly become obsessed with it and it's the rise of the memes it's just obviously the rise of social media and things like that the and rise of the moon the rise. <laughs> you had a good point of before Ari about this how this generation is pretty stressed out for mm-hmm. very good reasons you know like planet is warming kids are dying in schools and we're just constantly stressed out in I, that. i'm not i'm not stressed <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. everything's fine it's fine i just um, bit all of my nails <laughs> everything's okay guys but i have you, a ball spot um <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting crazed as we speak cool. it's fine but you're saying that this is something that we can 
it's not everything. We're not taking it super seriously, but like, it's just a different way to look at the world. It can kind of, it's a nice distraction to be like, oh, to like look at this and maybe find like a lighter side to life being like, oh, it's just, oh, it's almost like a like ironic thing that we do and like enjoy, but it's just like a nice distraction from like this insane world we live in. Yeah. Right. And I think also with, there's so many knowns for us, right? Like we have access to all kinds of research. We can find anything out about a person. If you're on dating apps, you know pretty much everything about them before you even meet them. <laughs> and <laughs> I feel like with this, there's still that, that, mystery that, that mystery yes. around it and that's what's so appealing to yep. it and even every month um you know i'll write out my goals for the new moon and i'll light it on fire and i'll just let it go <laughs> and it's just a little like fun thing to do but that kind of like hope and mystery around oh my gosh i'm putting this in the universe could it possibly happen things like that is just it it, it I don't know. It just it, it's like the one part of your life that you don't have totally figured out, and that's right. okay. Well, do you know like if people are that are listening are like, wow, she's crazy for writing her hopes and wishes and like burning it and like sending it into the universe. But like you do the same thing when you blow out your candles for birthday a birthday. You know, you, you make a it's, wish, you blow out the candles. It's, it's like, manifesting what you yeah. want in the world, and people say all the time, if you want to go after, if you have a goal, write it down and manifest it. It's like kind of yes. putting that, those vibes into the universe. And I feel like this last year, I've like really been trying to be like and changing my default being like oh these are worrying about everything that can go wrong and not giving equal weight to the, all the things that can go right being like okay let's start putting that positive energy into the into universe the, yeah because like being like okay like i gave those i worried about this but what if it what if it goes okay and like let's do that i have no control over it, but it could go that way like let's do that like right and yeah. i feel like you put out positive energy you're gonna attract positive energy yes yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think just like bringing that back to astrology, that is why for such a stressful generation, we do look to it and we can find the the fun pieces of it and the mystery and and make incredible memes. Yeah, and, and it's just, like you know, life is. I'm someone that really likes making decisions with all the information that I can. I like to know, and I mean that is pretty funny because I also then become very indecisive because I sometimes feel like the universe is going to punish or reward me for making a decision. And that's not true. You can only make a decision based on the information that you have. And a lot of life is this gray area where it's like a lot of other things can happen. And astrology is almost like a fun way of being like accepting that a lot of life is you know, these kind of messy things that can happen. It, it, there are ebbs and, and flows. Ebbs and flows. Yep. And like the stars are kind of like, you're like, this is how you have to just go with it. It's kind of almost like a guidance that helps you like weave through. Right. Because you also, you have to accept the negatives with the yeah. positive. Like life isn't, isn't going to be an easy ride. Right. <laughs> right. And yeah. I, and I, I love that and I totally agree with that. And I think for me personally, when it comes to astrology, I use it also as a tool to, just become more self-aware. Like, I'm obsessed with learning that myself, um, you know, picking up on the goods and bad so I can just kind of help navigate these feelings and then also help me in any kind of relationship I have, whether it be romantic, friendship, whatever. And so I feel like, like you were saying, we can only make decisions based off of all the information that we actually have at hand. And reading this is just another tool to learn about yourself. Right. And so you can start to recognize how you approach situations right. and then prepare for that. Yeah. Because this is the type of person I am. And again, you don't have to like read every single detail about your sign to determine that. It just gives you a different perspective on right. yourself. Right. And a lot of like s some people turn to, to like religion for guidance. And like for this, it's not necessarily like telling you what you should and shouldn't do. Like you can take it literally like that. But for me, anytime I do read like my horoscope or um, anything like that, it kind of, it makes me think of the circumstances that I'm in, in a new light. And it, it's very like introspective and like self-reflective. And it, it just, it, like you said, it helps me become more in tune with who I am as a person, w what, you know, what I've been through and what I'm going to experience in the near or distant future. Right. Yeah. And resiliency is something that I think in your 20s, you really learn in some kind of hard ways. And it's a skill that like no one really prepares you for to like, um, but it's just so important to being able to have these setbacks and then like go forward and learn from them. And sometimes it's just nice to have like something like this being like, you might have this setback, but like this is how you're gonna re 
bound, like, stronger. And it's, like, kind of nice that, like, in a weird way, the universe is, like, you know, it's, we're going to launch you forward. Like, you're going to land out in a situation that maybe you didn't think of. It's just, like, a comforting thing to have, I think. Um, I yeah. know for myself that, like, my 20s have had a lot of great things and also some really shitty things happen. Yeah, but, like, I mean, welcome to your 20s. <laughs> yeah, right. you know? but sometimes it was nice to look at, like, a reading and it's saying, like, hey, and, it, and when it lined up with things I was going through in my life, but being, like, by, you know, next month, like, you're going to be, you're going to have a clarity in a situation. And, like, when a month later, I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. Like, I got the answer I needed. And even if it, like, hurt or it was, like, it gave me, like, the great information I wanted, I'm like, oh, yeah, now I'm, like, so much happier with this, like, how it all worked out. It's just, like, a nice thing to have, I think, and just to enjoy. And even if it doesn't actually, like, do anything, it's just a fun distraction in this world. Right. Well, from like a psychological perspective, <laughs> like it, what you just said about like reading something like, oh, like next month, this, this, and this will happen. It kind of sets the wheels in motion for you mentally. Um, like you're setting yourself up for a win if you go into that with like, a positive mindset based on like what you just read, you know, in a, in a horoscope. Right. And in the same breath though, if it says like, oh, something bad's going to happen, it's like, don't, maybe those are the times you shouldn't take it. Like, so I was like, oh my God, my horoscope said these bad things are going to happen. Like, don't, take that so seriously on the flip side it might make you want to prevent that from happening so it makes you kind of go about whatever you're dealing with in a in a in more of a positive mindset right you know so i feel like it could be beneficial to hear something negative (laughs) sometimes oh yeah i mean yeah that does make sense i meant more it's like oh it's like if this happens and you're like well what's the point like i would just say don't take a defeatist attitude true yeah that would be my one yeah like you know you will overcome that yeah not the end of the world right um, so I think it'd be fun for us to dive into, um, some signs here and yeah. talk about the elements and, and which signs fall in what element and yeah. what it even means. Yeah, Jenna, I don't know anything about the rising suns, the <laughs> falling moons. Like, what does all this mean, <laughs> yes. Jenna? Well, so... Help us! <laughs> even though so, I actually do know a little bit. So, well, yeah. I don't know. Don't spoil it for <laughs> me, Ari. I, I send Ariana a lot of memes about astrology. <laughs> um, so she and I talk at length about some of these things. But for a quick rundown, there are 12 signs that correlate with the 12 months of the year. The so, 12 signs of astrology. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a parody we need to write. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll quickly just run through the 12 signs and then like what the elements are categorized into. So the 12 signs, it starts with Aries, which is me. Um, then Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, which is Ariana, mm-hmm. Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, Woo! which is Jeff. Yes. <laughs> Um, there we are and those are just our sun signs and as Jeff was just saying we'll get into some of the other signs that there are as well but that those uh, the ones I just point out that's our sun signs and, and so those are the most like well known those are the or... most well known so when people talk when they say when you're like oh I'm this they're probably just referring to their sun sign question is that because at one point people thought the sun was the center of the universe I that probably... that's why that's like considered a sun sign uh, yeah, it's like the sun relates to your path of life and the truest core of who you are, kind of like your ego. Um, it's generally considered your highest expression of self, and your sun sign is an indication of how you present yourself to the world and associated with your unique identity. Um, it's the placement of your chart will often give a lot of info on how one may express themselves and can have effect on their creativity. So that's kind of why it's the most well-known one okay. um but then you know yeah and i think it's it, it's like interesting and important to kind of bring this up because when anyone thinks about astrology if they don't go in depth and you know use apps or other tools to figure out like how all of the signs pertain to them they do just think that they are this one zodiac sign and that is be all end all but they all right? they all kind of bounce off each other right yeah, and yeah, like the whole them. point of astrology is using all of these planets to figure out who right. you are as a person right. and how you navigate the world and so the sign is how you i guess come off to yeah, people right ego. and how you see your ego and how you see i guess yourself mostly but again that is not the be-all. Not necessarily all. true. I've met right. people that say they don't really relate to their sun sign, and it's like, okay, in those situations, you should maybe look at what your moon and rising signs are. So your moon sign, you to calculate that, you actually need to know your full birthday, year, and exact time and time zone in order to find your moon sign. 
Um, and the moon is linked to our emotions. So that's why I tell people if they are like, well, I don't relate to my sun sign. I'm like, look at your moon sign because there's a chance you will relate to that more because it is about your emotions, your mm-hmm. more intimate side. It's the, like the more maternal paternal side of our energies. And it represents our desires and emotions, our memories. It's where we keep a lot of these things internalized. Yeah. And the darkness of the night makes everyone a little bit more vulnerable. So that's why the moon is associated with like a vulnerability and emotional intimacy. Oh, love that for um, us. Yeah. And it's so, it's pretty, I think that's pretty, so like in short, essentially, the moon is your inner self. It's the emotional, vulnerable, more private side of your personality that likes to feel comfortable and safe before it steps out and reveals its true self. Right. So, so I guess if the easiest way to think about it is the, the sun, your ego, is how others perceive you. It's more you. explicit. Um, Right, maybe, and then and then the moon is how maybe you see yourself. Or it's more like it's more Um, like an intimate side. Jenna, tell us we're right. Yeah, (laughs) Jenna, I'm confused. So you're mostly right for your about the moon. Your rising is actually kind of like what people get at a first glance. Oh, got it, got it. Um, So scratch everything I said. I'm confusing people. (laughs) No, and you figure that out. It changes every two hours, which is so. If you're sometimes like, well, my rising doesn't really make sense. That's why it's so important to know. It's true. I had this happen. I, yeah. um, one, my mom didn't know when I was born. We talked about this. No one in my family cares about my birth. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she didn't know what time it was and she just said the evening. So I was like, oh, okay, That's- seven. And I just put that in to figure out what my rising was. And I knew it didn't make any sense. It was like right. rising cancer. I was like, I'm in, in no way, shape or form no, a cancer. You are not. And I knew it was wrong. And then she finally sent me a picture of my birth certificate that she found probably crumpled in the corner <laughs> on the floor. And it was Sweet so many hours off. And when I put that in, um, to this app that I use, which we'll talk about later, uh, my rising changed completely, and it makes so much more sense now. I'm so happy with the, <laughs> with the final results. I knew it was wrong. Right. Um, so they say it's like a mask. So I'm pulling up my CoStar app actually now to be like, what does it say about, like, my... Uh, well, uh, so rising is what others see you as, like, yeah, off so the it, bat? Yeah, so it says, like, it's a mask you present to people. It can be seen in your personal style and how you come off to people when they first meet you. And some say it becomes mm. less relevant as you get older. It changes every two hours, so if it doesn't make sense, it says, text your mom to confirm your birth time. Um, <laughs> Literally what I did. Not dad. Don't text dad. He right. won't know. <laughs> so, and it's like my Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my ascendant is in Pisces, so, which is your sun sign, um, meaning you come across as like dreamy, imaginative, and sensitive, and most of your actions seem subtle and non-aggressive, and you can come across as indecisive, and that's quite literally me as a person. <laughs> right. Um, when I had a Tumblr, my Tumblr name was Indecisive Aries, so... Oh my god, my <laughs> god. I, I created that in 2011, and if I could just be like, oh Jenna, if you only knew, <laughs> if you only knew exactly how accurate that is. Well, you were kind of ahead of the astrology trend. Okay. okay. I'm a the OG astrology hipster. I think I, I think I have this summed up now. Tell okay. me. Okay. I mean, tell us. Tell everyone. <laughs> and just confirm if this is right. So, easy way to think about it. Sun is how you see yourself. Moon is your intimate, vulnerable side. Mm-hmm. And rising is how others see you. Yes. Love that. Done. Good done. Done. Yes. Oh my God. made easy. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, Jenna. So, can you tell us which signs belong in what elemental group? Harry, I can definitely do that. <laughs> uh, so... There are four elements groups. There's fire signs, which is Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Yes. And that we are both fire signs. Yes, we are. And fire signs are like the more outgoing, um, fiery types of people. They burn energy very quickly. Um, They're kind of impulsive at times. But I know. Oh my God, what is this? Me? Impulsive? <laughs> what? Wait, I just booked us a trap tomorrow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, they are literally fiery people in yeah. like every capacity. Yeah, and I think it's just worth noting that even though we are both fire signs, we always joke that there are things that pertain more to me as an Aries fire sign versus you as a Sagittarius. But, you know, we were saying this morning, like, when I'm with you, more of my, like, more things associated with like a Sagittarius fire sign come out in me when mm-hmm. I'm with you. And it's just like a very funny thing how that happens. Yeah. Because I'm like, 
I might not do these things on my own, but when I'm with you, it's like it, we amplify each other's like fiery energy. Where it's like last night we were literally out until like four, and we're like we're unstoppable. I'm like, why did we? We did so many reckless things. We're like, why did we think this was a good idea? Why did no one stop us? It's because we had no one to calm us down. I know we really needed like a water sign, which is our opposite. And so water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. So I, yes. I should have been there to extinguish your fire. No, quite literally, we needed you, and you failed us. Yes. I know. I'm moving. <laughs> yeah, and so water signs like really um, uh, kind of use their emotions to kind of fuel themselves. They are easygoing. They can be sometimes hard to read. Like so, if you think about water, it can be um, crystal clear or sometimes very murky, like in a lake. Ooh, and I so love you that. really can't kind of decipher them sometimes. And they're huge on healing and nurturing. Yes. And like I just love kind of thinking back to literally what that element is. Like, just think about water, and that is a water We are sign. nurturing. Without without us, you would literally die. Um, <laughs> I, went, I went on a date with a guy, and this actually happened a few times. Like, we were talking about our signs, and he was like, oh, you're a Pisces. Like, they tend to get very, like, obsessive and, like, and emotional. And, like, pr- pretty much prior to that, I'm like, I'm obsessed with this, I'm obsessed with that. Like, probably... Sh- was crying at one point, so it definitely does describe me very accurately. It's true, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I guess for him, maybe there and was. Yeah. I actually find water really soothing and calming, and so I tend to be attracted to like more blue colors, like blue hues. I always say like I love you know living in DC. I love the city, but like I get like very anxious at times and the best way for me to escape is being near water whether it's running by like the river like the like Potomac or Anacostia River or when I go back to Connecticut like I specifically make time to go and like be by the beach and just like watch the sunset or sunrise like I need to be near water because I find it really it is calming and restorative and I that could be because like I am such like a as a fire sign it's my opposite and I need some of that grounding yeah, so, right. like, if I'm feeling particularly stressed out, water is what I need. Like, I love listening to, like, soothing water sounds. Like, rain falling, like, or, like, watching it rain, like, on the beach or something. Like, that is just... Totally. And I actually, on, like, the flip side, because I, since I am a Pisces, I am a water sign, like, I feel like I do need a fiery sign to kind of, like, ignite my, like, my energy and my, my excitement sometimes. Um, so, I, it's kind of interesting how we all kind of, like work well to like complement each other yeah Um, and i mean like we live together jeff and we've been friends for such a long time and you're water on fire and like we i feel like we complement each other you really perfectly yep yeah i agree and it's you know on this note there are also like signs that you know tend to be better partners for other ones and like because they usually will like complement or like uh neutralize i guess some of the things like or um, just like balance you out. So like one of the other things is an air sign and those are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius and you know Aaron and I were saying how for fire signs those end up being like some of their best matches. Yeah. Um, well, because like oxygen and air fuels fire. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So you know the air signs are you know a little bit more intellectual and like to have those deep conversations. They're very in um, interested in other people yep. and like genuinely learning about them. But air signs also do uh, uh, tend to. Wait, I actually have nothing bad about air signs. Wait, <laughs> they're, they're also just a perfect person. They're perfect. <laughs> um, they're also associated with like being super friendly and. Again, if you think about the way air moves and travels, it is, like, swift and it picks up other things and it ignites other people and it kind of brings you along. And that's literally how air signs work. Like, they meet people, they talk, they learn things, and they're just sharing that with everyone. Yeah. Um, So, it sounds like the perfect match for at least me like i know because sagittarius's are uh like really they're the most philosophical of the signs but they really do like being kind of partnered with someone who is an intellect because then it brings out that side in the sag and i can have like those really deep conversations with someone and so it's it's super important to not only have a high eq but also just be interested and passionate about something Right. right and my i feel like people that i've dated um you know they tend to be Libras or just like in that type like they all have birthdays are like September October and I was like why does this like keep happening that they all and it's because they were all Libras and I'm like this is so interesting and Libra is an air sign it is but and my current boyfriend is an Aquarius 
So, oh. like, and when I looked up, like, we actually looked, went on CoStar, like, one of our dates, we were, like, kind of going through and reading it, and it, when we were talking about the basic philosophies of life, that's kind of what it described for an Aquarius, and it was, like, that's him as a person, and it's, like, I find that really motivating and very, um, like, I just, I find it very fascinating to be, like, oh, yeah, this is, this is you, and I really like that because it's just been, like, I think it com- we complement each other very well. Um so I'm like, oh, this oh, is weird that it just worked out that way. That I'm like, oh, like air signs are good for, you know, fire signs, and then it's just like this but person makes... that I really enjoy is now an air sign. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. Right, it is interesting, and it's just again, it's just like this is what works well for you, and these are the like traits and things that you find interesting and um, great about someone. So it kind of does make sense that you would look for that energy and find it. Right. And I found this interesting. I was reading. Um, about this, like, kind of, like, an easy way to remember who, I guess, you're most compatible with without thinking about a specific sign right. is tied back to these elemental groups. So, typically, what works best is a sign in the same element as you uh, because you already have very similar energy. And so, just off the bat, there's a lot of um, that you have in common. Right. And so, fire signs typically work well with other fire signs. And... The other group that works well is what we were saying, the the group that kind of fuels and ignites you. So for fire, that's air. And for water, it's typically earth. Got it. So water signs like you would be um, work well with another water sign and then usually an earth sign. Got it. So it just, right. Air and fire, water and And earth earth. is just a kind of very general way to... To figure out, right. I guess, yeah. I guess those, those, those are with. the most like common pairings, right? Yeah. Exactly, and it's but again, obviously, it's not to say that if you date an Earth sign <laughs> for like, me, like they have all these other great attributes about exactly. them that could be yeah. totally appealing I to think a like, fire sign. Well, uh, yeah, I think like, adaptability is huge, like with anything. So, um, for for me, like if you're dating someone that you, according to the, the interwebs, might not be compatible with, like as long as you're willing to adapt and to be open minded and like welcoming to their perspective, their views, everything. Um, I think then that's that's the recipe for a successful relationship. Well, <laughs> I agree. And think of it this way: we are both fire signs, and both of our best friends, like from home, are Virgos. Yep. And we always say it's so funny that like as two fire signs, we have befriended people that are Virgos because sometimes they seem so opposite of us in certain things like we are really like goal driven and very much like okay here's a list I've made it what I found a goal and this is how I'm going to achieve it and it's like then you look at like traits of a Virgo and you're like they're just like the way we approach issues can be so different Mm -hmm. but it's like we complement each other because like they are like can you know ground us in the way that we need to be and we can like hype them up and when they need to be like reassured about certain things totally and that gets us into the last group and element and that's earth Yay! Yay! Earth sign! <laughs> it's like, we should be like, actually, as fire signs, we will destroy your world because we're... <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. So sorry, we're fucking psycho. We're lighting your fucking forest on fire. We are insane. Oh, stop, you guys. Terrible. We are causing climate change. Oh, God. R.I.P. trees. And humanity. And oxygen. Yeah. And California. Ugh. Well, earth signs, what are the what are the earth signs? Earth Shana? signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And earth signs, um, they're they're grounded, they're stable, they very much like to um be in that kind of environment and know that they're getting themselves they're setting themselves up for uh, a future, like they're very family oriented and wanna know that I guess with a romantic partner that they're like going to build a life with them. Um, because of just that groundedness, but, and, and they're very much hard workers, um, earth signs. The, I guess I get the one, a bad thing, I guess, about an earth sign is that sometimes they're a little bit too rigid and cold mm. and stubborn. Mm-hmm. And so I know that both of my parents are Tauruses. They didn't work out. Um, even though we were just saying that typically <laughs> if you date someone in your element that you probably will set yourself up for success. Yeah, I don't think two Tauruses ever in the history of this planet have ever worked out because they are the most stubborn people you will ever meet. And so My older yeah. brother is a Taurus and my sister-in-law is an Aries and it's like she 
is like the only person that can like really put my brother in his place and I find it so funny because he'll be like such a grump about things love you John um, <laughs> but most will be like John you're being dramatic and he'll be like he'll like begrudgingly be like yeah you're right like it's just like very funny that this as an area she's like okay this is unnecessary yeah. like the level of drama you're bringing here because <laughs> it's like she like so for him it's like important that he has like kind of like a fun sign to bring that hit like put him in his place essentially yeah and I, I think it's funny too because like i said both my mom and my dad are tauruses but my mom acts nothing like my dad so this just kind of goes back to like how important it is to look at your entire chart right because you might not completely identify with your sun sign and my mom is literally nothing like a taurus but my dad is textbook definition taurus right. i feel like Sandy and, has you know big fire energy He's sandy every be other happy. planet has a be happy big fire energy like for sure so um yeah so it's just it's very cool to like you know learn about the elements and kind of you know think about how that affects your sign and just you as a person and when you're looking for a romantic partner so something that has been thrown around for the past two years i'd say again thanks to meme culture thanks right exactly thanks to meme culture is this whole concept of mercury retrograding and so actually i did a little bit of research it's not mercury in retrograde mercury is retrograding oh which i heard from an actual astrologer oh my gosh so just fyi guys <laughs> but yeah because of that i feel like so many people are talking about this concept but no one truly understands what it is and what it entails and what happens to you when mercury is retrograde it's usually a lot of negative um effects yeah and yeah. a lot of people say like don't sign any um contracts, contracts no. or leases or make any huge life decisions during this time but i think it'd be helpful for everyone to just kind of understand what that even means right so essentially when mercury is in retrograde um it they say like technology communication travel logic and information get destructive it's because mercury in retrograde is an optical illusion which means it looks as if the planet is moving backwards from our view here on earth so astrologers believe Mm. that this perceived backwards motion um, kind of disrupts our life like it puts things you know backwards and gets disrupted and puts a damper on our mood and mercury is known by astrologers as the planet to for expression and communication um it's thought that this retrograde motion will have a negative connotation um in the astrological realm so it's a very nerve-wracking event so they people believe that you know mercury and retrograde leads to falling out with friends experiencing misunderstandings travel logic and communication getting disrupted emails getting lost flights getting delayed so that's why when people are like oh mercury's in retrograde it's just because it makes it sometimes harder to understand and it just causes more misunderstanding. Yeah, and what I what I think is interesting too is that every planet goes through a retrograde period. Mm-hmm. But because Mercury is the planet for expression and communication, that is why it's brought up so much. And also Mercury, um, it, it just happens more times throughout the year. It goes in retrograde throughout, throughout the year at least, I think, three or four times. And so that's why it's the most kind of talked about experience even though all the planets go through this period right it's just not on this scale well some planets like well the sun i know the sun is a star but even like a solar flare from like the sun can disrupt technology wireless communication everything so other planets give off elements and like certain things that reach earth and that um, theoretically could impact your, um, the, I don't know, the neurons in your brain or mm-hmm. something, which could make you act differently. It, it could in, um, interrupt technology in some way. So I think there is a lot of science that needs to, studies that need to be done still, but I think there is some science behind it. Yeah. I mean, I had a coworker tell me, she's like, oh, last Mercury in retrograde, I lost both my key badge to get into the building and my phone she's like within like a week of she goes thanks mercury because yeah. like it literally was during mercury and retrograde she just kept losing things and she's like this is so annoying I'm like <laughs> that's mercury for you yeah, <laughs> yeah. What i mean can i say <laughs> mercury was just in retrograde mm-hmm. for sag season and i thought it was gonna be a lot worse than it was i do have to say yeah so i think yeah. once i mean watching- everything but when everything is falling apart it's hard to pick like, which one is the worst? Right, So yeah. my life is just in shambles. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, fucking Mercury. Retrograde all you want. On the flip side... Joke's on you, Mercury. Yeah. If you're aware, though, that Mercury is in retrograde, it can make you, like, take a second to pause and be like, 
okay, I someone said something, it rubbed me the wrong way. Like, let me take a second to think this through. How do I want to respond? And just be like understanding that if this mis miscommunication is happening, you're like more aware of like to maybe be a little bit more thoughtful, a little bit more considerate, take the extra time to pay attention to your details, take the time to print out things that you think might like get lost on your computer, um, you know, take the time to like write down the, your plans and put them somewhere safe, you know, write down phone numbers, like, you know, just take the time to make sure that you're taking more caution. More, yeah, yeah. I, think, caution. I think this that's, is like, this yeah, is, this I, think, is I good, think that's interesting. Yeah, good idea. positive spin. I think, yeah. I think it's a good exercise. Like, I'm kind of happy that Mercury goes through retro retrograde because it's good to to take the time to be cautious and like and to I guess be more responsible. So um, I think it's a good reminder that um, we should express caution when we can. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So let's tap into our individual signs a little bit. And for anyone listening that can relate, I hope you enjoy this. <laughs> um, Jenna, can you tell us? A yes. little something about us. Yeah, so I'm going to just focus on our sun signs because, again, those are the things that people tend to know the most about. So the first sign in the zodiac is Aries. And, they're and that's known, what you are. And that's what I am. And they're known for being honest, spontaneous, and open-hearted. They're exceptionally competitive, and everything's a challenge in everyone's arrival, which is very funny to me because I used to say I was bad at yoga before a long time because of the fact I was, like, picking people that were better than me at it and trying to be better than them and that defeats the point of yoga which is like mindfulness so it took me like a long time to just kind of unlearn those things and I really enjoy like moving around like using like I have all this energy I need to be like devoted to something so I really like like working out and stuff but they're not Aries are not only the first sign of the zodiac but also ruled by the planet Mars which represents more aggression and conflict I mean that's why they're like don't ever get into a competition or a battle with them because they will like and I know this is like one of my faults it's like if I know I'm right about something, I will be like, no, I'm right, and I will try to convince you that I am you right. You very much are like it's that. It's not the greatest <laughs> But thing. you are right nine times out of ten. I'm just like a fucking genius. <laughs> it's like, That's what it boils down to. It's like they like winning, getting attention, and being on top. And I'm like, wow, am I a very ego-driven sign? I think I am. I think um, you are. But, you know, we're courageous and competitive. We're honest. We're driven, which I think is really important because I love setting goals and trying to reach them and once I reach a goal I like to set a new one but we can also be very generous and giving and warm people and I you know I personally think I'm an empathetic sympathetic person and I like to I feel like I'm very perceptive to people's emotions so I try to be like generous with my time and you know I think that is pretty on point and we're energetic which is super true yeah like, and I mean yeah. fire oh signs hello yeah and it's like it says Aries kind of get along with everyone which is because we are friendly and open you know the fire signs that we get along with you know we find a way to bring the best parts of us and throw them at other signs being like here take some of my energy you know take some of this i love which it which is pretty and great something funny that i learned about aries is an aries is usually about me and so the best most compatible sign for an aries is a libra because they're about we and so they bring that part out of the Aries and yeah. kind of center them. But yeah, that's just like a fun way to remember about Aries that probably you'll do really well with a Libra because you guys are self-obsessed. <laughs> and Libra, their sign is the scales. And so they're all about balance. I promise I'm not a psycho. Like when I read these things, I go, oh wow, Aries are actually insane. <laughs> um, I love but, it. But, you know, Aries as a Sagittarius, you know, Oh, yes, you I'm are, a Sag. Let's talk about me now. Yeah, you are independent, <laughs> free-loving, you know, you are brutally honest, wear your heart on your sleeve, and act before you think, um, but you're always <laughs> willing to help others out, and that's genuinely, like, how I would describe you as a person, so that feels very on-brand um, for who Sagittarius are. Um, you know, they're big characters. They love to live life to the max. Um, you know, you are optimistic, restless, progressive, adventurous. Again, these are all things that 100% are you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, and yeah, like we always need a travel partner. Yeah. We need someone that's going to, because we're such passionate people um, and always have, you know, a new hobby or a new interest, hence this friggin' podcast obsessed. <laughs> um we really need someone that is going to keep us engaged and interested. And, you know, that's why the air signs would wor work well, because they know a lot about everything. And, right. and Sagittarius can learn from them. Right. right. And and then also just kind of, like, take them out of their comfort zone. Right. And, uh, yeah, we just, like, constantly like to learn. And I think the... I mean, everyone always comments on the amount of traveling a Sag does. 
but the reason we travel so much is because that's how we like to learn. Like, we like to be immersed in cultures, and instead of just reading from a book or something, we rather just experience go do it, it and yeah. experience it. And yeah. so, you know, it's, it's yes, it's about being able to go see these new places and, and say that we've traveled, but it is more so about... Right the experience we take away from that. You're pretty much like a catch flights, not feelings kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm obsessed with that. That's so accurate. Catch flights, not feelings. That's you. It's true. And it's that. like, wait, I'm sorry. You thought we were a thing for right. nine months. Why, what would give you that impression? Wait, I've, I've been talking to 12 other people. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I mean, well, not really. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so Sagittarius are known for that. Adventurous, optimistic spirit, independent, philosophical um don't tell me what to do don't even think about it and i think that's you know in your relationships i've noticed with you you've always lived a very independent life like you are the epitome of being like great like a relationship compliments me but i'm still my own person with my own interests and it's like how are you going to factor into my life like i'm not going to try to make myself fit into yours but it's like how do you fit into mine yeah and then but once you make room for that person you are so giving and generous with your time and energy with them so i think yeah i I, I think that's very true yeah and it's like we have all this love and just passion but because we're so spread thin with all of our interests it does get a little hard to dedicate a lot of that energy to another person that we don't quite know is right i guess ready for Mm -hmm. us but then once we do find that all of that love and energy goes to them and they will be just drowning in (laughs) sag energy big sag energy Um, (laughs) and it's a lot one quick thing about Sagittarius before we move on to Pisces. Sagittarius are known for being very flirty and it's like breathing to them. And and we always joke, they're like, Oops. how do I find myself in these situations? Because I'm like, hey, you were flirting with them. You're like, I was just being nice. And you're like, no. Oh, I see how you like the whole thing. Like you you thought we were in a relationship. I don't understand how this happened. And my friends will always joke that like as another fire sounded like, Jenny, you were flirting. I was like, I was literally just saying hello. Like, I was not flirting. They're like, Jenna, come on. I, oh, God, it's, <laughs> it's so just, hard. It's, like it's so hard just being, like, super outgoing and, and friendly. And this is what we do as fire signs. Right, and energetic. And it, it, it always gets misconstrued for for being flirtatious. When we're just generous, nice people. like Right, and so that's why... I can't that we're so popular. <laughs> it's not my fault you're so obsessed with me. Um, I am Mariah Carey. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, Mary's. <laughs> Fucking fire. Of course she's a fire sign. But yeah, it, it does become a little a, a little hard when looking for a partner as a Sag because we really do need to find someone that understands that we're so independent and we have that um, outgoing personality and to trust us and know that it is nothing more than just being the social butterflies that we are. Right. Because that's all it ever is. It, like, never comes from a place of, like, genuinely trying to, like, you know, flirt with someone. It's right. just, I'm having a conversation, and I can't help it. It's really interesting. And right. I left my boyfriend the whole night, <laughs> and he's in the corner. But, like, I've done well, I think, finding people right. that understand I am like that and just kind of let me do my thing. And that's right. where I flourish the most. Right. And from everything that I know about Pisces, though. Jeff, yeah, it let's makes get into so it, because Jeff, sense. you don't know that it much about so you. Much no, sense I don't. That you are a Pisces. Pisces are the Zodiac's dreamers and imaginers. Um, they're highly sensitive, creative, and intuitive, and I, for as long as I've known you, I've always thought you was a very creative person, like, making films in college, like, writing things, like, doing podcasts, like, this is... Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, Jeff is 100% a Pisces, you know. They're very open to others' feelings, and I think that's always why I've always felt like we've got along really well and, like, why essentially why we all get along very well because we are very open and honest with how we're feeling. Yeah, and you're um, very empathetic. Like, very, em- and that's one of the traits. Almost we- to a fault. <laughs> well, but, um, you I know. mean, not, uh, right. Yeah. But that's actually one of the traits most associated with Pisces is being empathetic. Um, they always just kind of get how you feel, and they never judge. They're always listening. And I think all the Pisces I've met are very much like that. You know, yeah. Pisces actually, are- same here too. Like surprisingly, I I have a lot of friends and colleagues that are Pisces, and I think we all get along so well because mm-hmm. we do share these commonalities. Yeah, and right. it makes so. sense. You attract your sign, right? Yeah. yeah, and you know, you're very mis- you're a very mystical sign. Um, you know, that you are into the spiritual, um, things you guys did an episode about witches and it's like, um, Oh yeah, you love witches. And that's yes. something that's associated <laughs> with Pisces, which is very funny. Um, but you know, Pisces are very romantic. Um, they're so impressionable, am- imaginative, 
pleasure seeking. <laughs> you guys are like really big about unconditional love too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I just think from the conversations we've had, like when we've both been going through either heartbreak or setbacks, like you've always been like, you've taken this like very creative, like imaginative, optimistic approach to things and like always like kind of seen like the best in the situation even when it felt very dark and very heavy like last year when we were both going through like a heartbreak of situations you were just like you know I want the best for them like it was just such a refreshing thing and I think that just speaks to like your empathetic like romantic self and I'm like oh yeah like that's actually uh, I I do remember that heart to heart yeah but my my, uh, therapist a while ago said that I'm like so in tune with my emotions and like I did go I, I, I did like tell her about like the breakup and everything like over a year ago and she was like you are processing this so well like you are um, you're allowing yourself to grieve. You're allowing yourself to express these like sad emotions and like that's healthier than like most of my other patients or right. whatever. Um, so I do, I am like proud to say that I am in tune with who I am and my emotions and everything. Cause I feel like it's hard for people to do that. Yeah, for worth, sure. And I think it's worth noting that it's like Pisces, what they're into you know, are things water-related, you have a pool, so you'd like to swim. Uh, you, oh my god, you're literally a fish, I Jack. know, that's no. what Ari always tells me every summer. I'm like, Eric, get in the water. You're like, it's 50 degrees out. I'm like, get in. <laughs> like, I'm an actual prune. <laughs> Jack is like, get back in. And Pisces are super into dancing. I've seen you learn the several Britney Spears dances. Uh, being witchy writing and partying and i go this is just wait this is literally you you are such an on-brand pisces and i'm here for it i will say the one thing that i think ends up happening for a lot of pisces unfortunately is that you guys get taken advantage of Mm -hmm. i think so too because i'm I'm a people person you're you're so into your emotions and you're so giving and you're always there for people that they know that of you and constantly keep coming back looking for that and you're just then dedicating your energy. Right. Like, I would give someone the shirt off my back, and I have done that. Yeah. But, yeah, I, again, like, I don't ask for much in return, but sometimes it does It does take a toll on me when I'm constantly giving, 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 and barely getting, like, anything, even, yeah. like, a thank you, you know? It, it's happened to me in the past, and I just learned to just be very, like, wary of those situations. Right. And my, my rising is in... Pisces actually and I tend to feel like I over romanticize things or I can be you know like I feel like I'm very empathetic like that too and my friends will be like you like this person has burned you five six times like why do you keep forgiving them and you're like because like you they could be going through this or that or you know just like kind of sometimes right. making excuses for bullshit behavior and it's like nope and that's yeah. just like kind of a fall off of Pisces which, yeah like the benefit of the doubt uh, goes only goes so far right yeah, you can't keep it's true that. it's true um yeah my rising is in Leo, so I'm an attention whore. <laughs> um, my mom is a Leo, and that makes a lot of sense. Oh my god, me and Mary. It's so true. My Mary loves you. That's so true. Oh my gosh. Okay, so one of my absolutely favorite apps ever is called CoStar, and I think Same. you turned me on to it, actually. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how I even discovered it. I think I kept seeing people on Instagram post about it, so I was like, oh, I need to, like, see what this is like why do people keep getting these at a glance things it's about astrology and i fucking love astrology right <laughs> and so um i'm really happy you turned me on to that because prior to using costar i knew nothing about birth charts rising signs what your moon is what venus is i literally knew nothing about that i just was obsessed with you know uh being a sag and just your your general sun signs prior to so CoStar is actually one of the, uh, it's the only NASA-backed astrology app. And so it, it literally uses, um, did you not know this? I did, I'm like I teaching did, you this. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was NASA-backed. Yeah, it's NASA-backed. So it's like, it's I mean, super legit. It, it's as official, I think, as you can get when you're referring to astrology. Right. Um, and so it's very cool if any of you guys listening are, are interested in learning more about this. Um, I hope we peaked. Or I hope we sparked some interest in you guys. But if you are, I highly recommend downloading CoStar and, you know, obviously just asking your parents when exactly you were born because you do need that info. But I know, and that's something that the average person doesn't know is, like, <laughs> the exact time that they were born. So, obviously, your mother would know. <laughs> um, I actually really didn't know much about my moon or rising or any of those other houses either. But then, like, when I download the app, 
and I knew fortunately like knew my birthday so I could like plug that in and everything but like when I went through and started reading about the different houses and everything I go oh, yeah this makes sense and you know I had commented to you and Jeff earlier that you know Sun is in Aries moon is in Gemini and my rising is in Pisces so I'm like this actually makes sense I think why the three of us get along really well because you know Gemini are like an air sign so it's like there are times when like we're being like insane but like there are moments when I can like recognize like okay we need to dial it back where you'll come to me like should I get this I'm like well do you need to do this right now and then yes. like that Gemini and you can like kind of bring us down a little bit um which is why I think, which is why I always go to you yeah <laughs> um and then you know because my Pisces recite a because my ascendant is in Pisces, I, you know, feel like Jeff and I sometimes get this, like, emotional connection because we're like, oh, we feel the same way. For sure. Um, about certain things and how we approach issues are not always maybe the most rational. They're very, like, emotional-based. <laughs> Super emotional. Um, so it's it was just very validating, I think, to like, kind of read about this information and see your day, you know, at a glance and kind of get an idea of, like, what big trends are in your life and, like, what's going on. And, you know, we had life events that CoStar literally predicted was, like, you're going to experience a change. And then, like, you had it and then had experienced a big change. And then two weeks later, I had a, that same exact thing. And I was like, what does, what? And had a huge change in my life. And yep. we were like, CoStar literally predicted this. Right. And, guys, like, I swear, uh, first of all, CoStar is not paying us to say any of this. Right. This is just, like, a genuine obsession with right. this really, really insightful app. But... One day in particular where I did, where it just kind of everything went up in flames. Right. I wasn't even looking at my phone and I had like four push notifications from CoStar that I yeah. looked at later in the day, finally, when I got a chance to breathe. And it predicted, it was like warning me all day that something was going to happen. And I could not believe that, like, had I opened my phone earlier, I maybe would have like had a little bit of an idea something was going to happen. But and the same thing that happened to you two weeks later. Yeah. So it's just kind of crazy. And the app does an awesome job of giving you, like Jenna said, at a glance info for the day. But it's not like a magazine horoscope where it says <laughs> on Tuesday, December 20th, you're going to encounter your ex. Like it doesn't get that specific because it's trying to be as realistic as it possibly can and understanding that it can't literally predict right. the most, you know, micro pieces of your lives is part of being realistic. Exactly. Right. And so that's why I really appreciate it because it's it's broad enough so you can make your own assumptions and not live your life based off of it, but it does give you a really, really good idea of maybe what's to come or how you should handle a situation. Yeah, I recently just downloaded it, and it's definitely one of the, I don't want to say most accurate, but it does a great job with putting things into perspective um, and kind of sort of like predicting things, but in a, in a very vague but realistic way. Yeah, and you know, they'll tell you what you're having like power or pressure or trouble with in your day. And I remember, you know, during that time, you know, I had been having like pressure in a couple areas of my life. And that concerned me because like I knew on some level I was struggling with certain things and I felt very frustrated and it kept saying like, you feel frustrated because you're not being trusted to take on like new opportunities or responsibilities and you know you're capable of more and you feel really stuck and stagnant. And that is kind of how I felt at that point in my life. And then literally the day like this event happened, the next day it went from like, you know, being a pressure thing, it became a strength. It's like you are now in the perfect position to go after a new goal, get what you want, chase your goals. Like this is what you need to do. You're going to find satisfaction in this process and it's going to put you in a better spot. And now I'm like, oh my God, I'm so much happier because like of this major life change that felt very heavy at the time. But like, yeah, I was every day, like every single day, it was like, you are still in this power zone. Like use it to your advantage. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it goes very in depth, so it does take a little while to like navigate it. But once you kind of play around with it, and and um, it has descriptions as to like what everything means and everything, so play around with it and, and see what you could uh, find. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I just really, really love this app, and it's an awesome way to, as we were saying, learn about your entire astrological chart and your birth chart, and right. <laughs> it explains every single planet, what it stands for, what your sign is in relation to that planet, and 
it just, I don't know, it, it's, it's very cool to read. Like, you know, we're not saying you have to live your life by this at all, but it is very cool to at least just read it and learn about this stuff because it's interesting. At the end of the day, it's just, it's just fun stuff to learn. And right now, you know, my co-star is telling me that I need to give myself a facial. So it obviously knows that I fell asleep last night with full face makeup at 4 a.m. And oh, it's like, okay. bitch, watch, wash your face. Yeah. Seriously, get a sponge. And I'm like, okay, the co-star stop screaming at me. Yeah, and I think something that was really interesting to me, so for most of this year, co-star has been telling me, like, you know, work on yourself and, like, understanding your emotions and, like, reflecting on decisions without confusion um, and really just trying to be more introspective. And I actually, like, spent, like, I feel like, a good portion of the year just like talking to like a therapist and like working through trauma that I really didn't know was really still affecting me in a really serious way and once I had the words to like vocalize that um I was like oh yeah and then it's like immediately like in like August my co-star was like okay you're in a position to bring new people into your life now and I felt like I'd spent a lot of this year like closed off like I didn't really date because I was like I'm not in a position I can't do this because I'm still figuring my shit out and then like early August, I was like, you know, time right there. So I was, I think I'm in this position now where I feel really ready to try to like be in a healthy relationship. I want to like meet people. I want to make more friends. Like I want to do these things because I feel like I'm not going to not attract like unhealthy people anymore. She's like, yeah, that's great. And then in August, I met my boyfriend Aww. and he is really great. And it's just like, I feel like if I had met him earlier this year, when I was really going through stuff, I would have, I would have been a mess. It would have probably I would have done something self-destructive or whatever but it's just funny that once it changed like okay you can now bring in new people into your life okay like and that's kind of how it happened I just think it's a very interesting coincidence for sure definitely um and I particularly love when I open co-star and nothing is powerful for me and every single category is in trouble that's my absolute favorite um where it's like hey ari um things are looking pretty bad right now there's trouble in sex and love thinking and creativity yourself yeah that's all we got for you and i'm like cool cool fuck me thanks co-star great um, but Wait, now this have... has been fun, but at least I have you to confirm that everything is terrible. <laughs> um, Thanks for validating my emotions. <laughs> but yeah, I think this was awesome. I hope you guys really learned a lot um, and uh, could take away something from this episode. And Jenna, thank you so <gasps> yeah, much. Thank, thank you, you for having me. This was very fun. So fun. And thank you for letting me geek out on astrology for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Jenna, what's your uh, Instagram handle? Oh, I'm on Instagram at... Jen Grandy 10 and yeah. that's really that's where you can find me yeah. <laughs> I don't post many cool things like it's mostly just running and ice cream so if you like that kind of content <laughs> then give Jenna a follow we'll post our stuff on our Instagram and obviously all about this episode and we'll also post um, a picture of the app so you guys For can sure. download CoStar and learn more about yourselves and then teach other people so that's all we got Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.